and welcome back to another episode of Joe and Matt having a chat. Um, hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed last week's podcast with me. Um, I was a guest. Uh, roles reversed. So actually, Joe is our guest today. So I've got a few questions for him, so we can learn more about Joe as a person, as a coach, and as a brother and stuff like that. We'll learn more about him. So, Joe, how are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you, Matt. Pleasure to be here. Good, good, good. Um, got some questions written down, which Joe was a bit nervous when he saw. He didn't really expect that from me, but we'll, you know, well, we'll, we'll go for it. When I when I did you, <laughs> when he answered questions no, to I, me, I, I know what I said. It was more free flow, right? I just of did I make it up as I went along? Maybe. Maybe. So I'm. You've caught me off guard. That's fine. But come on, let's get into it. Um. So the first question is, you can. Be as rude as you want. What makes you happy? Uh, that's a good question. How much detail do you want me to go into? Uh, just bullet point, a few things. Oh, a few well, things you like doing that make you happy. Well, uh, I. Oh, that's a difficult one to answer. I like I like seeing Saints win. It doesn't happen very much at the moment, yep. but I enjoy I enjoy getting three points, hitting a PR in the gym. I've always enjoyed a nice coffee. Can appreciate a good walk. What's your go-to coffee? I'll be honest, it is a cappuccino. As much as I try to stay away from it, yeah, same. I end up falling back into the chalky coffee. Uh, oh, I always got no chocolate on top. Oh, well, then you just you've wasted everyone's time. Well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, cappuccino. But if I'm there on business, a flat white. Oh, yeah. Doing business, okay. Um, you, like, you don't mix business and pleasure. Fair enough. And seeing your, seeing your girlfriend, family, friends, <laughs> any of that? <laughs> yeah, I guess they're all right. Yeah, they can they, they sometimes help. Well, happiness, what, what, what do you mean by happiness, Matt? Well, it could just be going for a drink at a pub with mates, having a laugh. Could be. Well, going, you, don't, you don't invite me to the pub, that's why. True. Could be going for a walk. It just it, Everyone has what. Everyone is different. Some people like exercising, some people like chilling. It's Everyone's but, different in that sense. I read something the other day and it, it spoke about three different types of happiness. So you can get happiness from pleasure. So that could be things like a nice warm coffee. It could be, trying to keep it PG, a nice pint. Uh, seeing Saints win, like things that bring you short-term pleasure. That is one form yeah, of yeah. happiness. You then get another form of happiness, which is, I think they called it grace, but it was also like gratification. So mm. being thankful for things. So the ability to be able to record this podcast in your house that's quite a big thing or waking up in your own bed or yeah. having water that things like that things that we take for granted so that's another form of happiness and then the third one was excellence and it was basically trying to excel at something mm. and the writer was basically saying you to be completely happy you need all three yeah, so a lot of people true. will seek pleasure and potentially they can be grateful for a lot of things but they often don't find meaning in their life or happiness in their life because they're not excelling at something. There can be obviously like your day-to-day life where you've got food in the fridge that's just filling your belly, feeling happy with that. Um, being able to buy something, I guess, that makes them feel and you yeah. can look at it day-to-day. Um, saying about the excellence part, um, any new PBs for you? Any kind of in the gym? It, could just be in, it doesn't have to be in the gym, it could be in life where you don't know, hit a new... Thing or? Uh, I deadlift 230 for two a few weeks ago. Uh, I'm never. I don't think I'll ever get to the heights of what I've hit before on squat bench and deadlift because it required a lot of effort. And what was your PB deadlift? Uh, 250. 
That was for one, just for one. Yeah, but two. Two thirty two. Yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah. A few yum yums and you'll be back up there. That was the. Did I ever tell you about my yum yums? Yeah, like three yum yums. Oh, yeah, two yum yums pre squat, one post squat. Snatched 65 kilos. Nice. And I. I can tell you, I've got a half marathon in just under two weeks' time. I won't PB in that though because I'm about 20 kilos heavier. So is it just going to be a case of just finishing? It's <laughs> just getting just, over the line, yeah. Just getting over the line. That's yeah. fair enough. Yeah, that's it. Um, and saying about kind of coaching and stuff, what does having you as, let's say, I wanted to get a PT, having Joe as my coach, what does that mean for me? What does that? What do you bring? What do you teach someone? That's again a really good question, and you really, you really got me there Matt, because I try not to. People are going to laugh, but I try not to big myself up too much because I can go the other way and I can completely big myself up, which is what which I'm meant to do. So you should do every so often. It's good to do it. A lot of knowledge. I'd yeah. say I'm, I've learned I can coach how to coach, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I can teach someone how to lift, but then you're, you're just showing them how to lift. But I think I'd much rather show people how to do it. And, and why? Then make, yeah, what, why? Why are they cool. doing it? So a lot of understanding... But I've been in education for a, a lot, a lot of years now, so you'd hope that there was a lot of understanding there. Uh, but I think, along with the education and the knowledge, it's probably the mindset to it. I think I've got quite a good mindset and outlook on life. And it's just a few things you'd say mindset. What would that be? Just give us a few ideas. I mean, in the gym, it's just you know show up even on the days you don't want to. But if you really don't want to, then that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to be perfect every time that you go. I quite often talk about just being 1% better each day. So just try to do a little bit more than you did the day before. And that can be anything. Just try to be a little bit better. You might not always be that, but if you can do that every day, then you're going to be 365% better. There you go. Everyone aim for that 1%, whether it's work, something that just makes you happy, or that one job that you keep putting off doing. I think it doesn't have to be in the gym. It could be, I need to do that. You just prolong it and prolong it. And then it can build up something. Just get it done while you can. That's good. Um, would you say you keep the sessions serious, or do you enjoy kind of having a laugh? What what, what could kind of an hour with Joe be like? <laughs> well, <laughs> an hour. You can get not five minutes. Yeah, an hour. Well, five minutes of action, fifty-five minutes of crying. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, I think it depends on the client, and that's probably something I've learned over the years to be quite versatile in your delivery so I could PT or coach a friend mm-hmm. but be very serious in the session because that's what they're there yeah. they want a serious session right you have some people that the exercise is a chore for them mm-hmm. so you need to make the session lighter on them. I think probably more so now people are there for a bit of a joke a bit of a laugh yeah, yeah. we get stuff done but I said to someone yesterday actually like we we laugh for the whole hour but we get a lot done yeah. I think it's very very different like with myself I've got a mix of clients where some it's just a proper laugh and you sometimes it's as bad as it sounds always forget you're there to teach them a little bit where you're having a good laugh they're still in the movement still or somewhere it's very serious chats are very minimal and it's do this do that good see you next week mm-hmm. it, you kind of you gauge on the person I think quite quickly for example I've got one of my clients who I've worked with him for about a year pretty much a year bang on and every week I've seen him we've both told each other a joke can't repeat the joke right now um, that someone we've said I'll tell Joe afterwards but 
again, it, that's his kind of release of go in, have a laugh, get it done, because he'd never been to the gym before, so having a joke and having a bit of a laugh, it just kind of, you know, eased him into the surroundings, because it can be nerve-wracking if you've never lifted weights and stuff, so. Just along what you said there, you said you've been seeing him for about a year. Yeah. And someone said to me, on Tuesday, so a few days ago, you shouldn't have a PT for that long. What's your view on that? It's different, because, like, yes and no. Like, for example, he'd never been to the gym before. Like, he'd done running and stuff. He can now do weighted pull-ups, weighted dips, can bench over 80, squat over 100, deadlift about 100, and has transformed his body shape. And actually, just enjoys going to the gym. He sees it as a bit of a stress relief. Um, I can't imagine not going to the gym. Just likes having that person just to tell him to do the extra rep. For some people, it can be a case of, yep, all that together for 10 weeks, teach you, and then you can crack on. It's different for the individual. But if you enjoy having someone to tell you, do that, because otherwise I'll do this instead. Yeah, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I think it comes down to the coach being honest with themselves instead of just seeing a client as money. As this person's progressed, they probably don't need me. They can want, but do they actually need? Yeah, I I 100% agree. And I'm saying goodbye to some of my clients over the next few days, which I'm sure we'll talk about later on. Uh, but one of them, I see him. He doesn't need to see me. And you know, he'll know who he is. I think we've mentioned him before. But he doesn't need like he can train himself now comfortably. Mm-hmm. You tell him this is what you're going to do, and he'll get on. He doesn't need someone there. But if he doesn't have that accountability of someone coming in each yep. day or each week going, that you need to be yeah, just a little yeah. bit, little bit of a push, but also actually showing up because yeah. if they don't see me on that their midweek session. Are they going to come again on Friday? Will they do their Saturday session? Mm. Or will it slowly taper off? And as I'm saying goodbye to him, he said oh, he's going to move gyms and try something different. And I've actually said to him, like, don't, don't continue to pay me just yet. Like, don't do anything online with me. See if you can do it by yourself. Yeah, yeah of course. Because the ideal for me is that he goes away and he actually does everything mm. and doesn't need someone to hold him accountable. He can keep himself accountable. Yeah, everyone's different. That sounds like, for example, you can just be that someone thinks, oh, like it's very easy to do when you're in your own training say, I'll oh, do this, but someone else says, do that. If I said, okay, I'm going to do bench, I'm going to do 90 kilos, fine. The coach might say, let's try 92. And yeah. because you've then got a spot, you've then got a bit of a bit of pressure on you, sometimes you can just do that a bit more. Whether you would do it on your own, you might go easy on yourself, or you've had a crap day and you might almost just think, stuff it, I'm just going to go for a swim and sports sauna. But you might be better off just having a bit of a bully session where the PT just tells you, do this, get hot and sweaty and relax. Yeah, and some people, it's their, it's their time alone as well. That's what yeah. you need to remember. So like, some people come in for that session and they just need to offload or think about something else. So they might not yeah. want to talk about Headphones it, but and... eventually they talk about it. Yeah, they might talk to you, they might not want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. But then on the flip side, you do get people that come in and you see them for 12 weeks, you take them from A to B, or I want to be, okay, let's say a stone lighter. Okay, well, let's do 12 weeks, see if you can drop your stone, then and off you go. And actually, yeah. there's probably a bit of a change because you and I know that that isn't, although some people care about their weight goal, it's almost less important than, right, I want you to feel better and make it a bit more of a lifestyle. Mm. I, they, always, I always say, sorry, it was, it's always, obviously, straight away people look at that physical side is losing weight, feeling, you know, being stronger. But the mental side of it, the good endorphins, kind of feeling happier, feeling more stress relief, is 
probably a bigger win for it. If you feel yeah. you've had a crap morning and then you have a brilliant afternoon because you trained, or you're a bit stronger, but I know which one you'd take. You would take feeling better mm-hmm. and maybe looking slightly different, not looking dramatically, but you know, having that better mindset that then the long term works better instead of that short term fix of I lost 10 kilos and I look a bit better. don't know why I did it or what I did before, but I lost the weight. I think people would rather feel better in themselves and have a slight change physically 100%. than have a huge change physically but not feel any better in themselves. Yeah. And I think that's something that we've all started to realise, probably over the last couple of years more so, mm-hmm. but actually it's rather how you feel than how you look. And you might want to look a certain way. Yeah. You, you might want to have bigger arms. I might want to have some more abs. Oh. And abs to start off with. <laughs> just one, please. Yeah, just, just one will do. But I think a lot of people are starting to realise that. And if you can build clients to be in and around, like if you can incorporate yourself into their lifestyle, yeah. from a business point of view, very good mm-hmm. because they're going to keep coming back but for them it's very good because they've got something that part of their life which yeah. now is a positive impact for them and for some people it can like if if you said to them go to the gym four times a week they might go three times but if you said let's do four sessions for a meeting at this time this time and this time they might turn up more likely some people like booking stuff so then that you know they're in they've been told they're going to be here but if they just said go to the gym in the afternoon then they might now go 11 come to 11, sit on the sofa, go to 12. Having that kind of, that deadline or that booking can help someone just do it. Simple as that. Um, What is your favourite movement to coach somebody? And why? Can I give two answers? Go for it. Squat and deadlift. They're my favourite two. Okay, why? Because I'm really good at it. (laughs) That's why. Okay. Um, and would you teach like everyone squat and deadlift? Squat, probably, yeah. Yeah, so actually some something I'm starting to think more of is if you take someone and they don't know what they're doing, mm-hmm. how can you get them to know what they're doing? So it's almost like a movement screening, but I like to do it in my own way. So yeah. can they squat properly? Can they hinge properly? Can they lunge properly? Can they press and can they pull? Yeah. Simple things like that. Now, squat is one of the first things I do. I'll actually realise it's easier if you coach the hinge first because the first bit of a squat is actually a hinge. Yeah. If you think about your hips going backwards, it's actually a hinge. If you can coach the hinge, so I teach like a, a kettlebell RDL, mm-hmm. something very, very, very basic. Yeah. Then you'd go on to the squats and then a couple of weeks' time you'd actually pick up some weight from the floor. But the yeah. first thing is can they hinge, can they then squat, and then you can look to build from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, give me, give me give me one session I could get anyone to deadlift. But... Yeah. Same so with squat. I'm guessing it takes a few just to go through technique a bit more. Or so you, I, I mean, I, you I just did an hour com- of confidently. I could, for that, give me an hour. I could get someone from not squatting correctly to squatting correctly. Yeah. Whether they remember that for the next session is something different. Yes. And that's not I, to start off with. I think it is my fault. Whereas now I don't think it's my fault. Yeah. Because you tell them, and they listen. And eventually, I've got one client in particular. And she's actually admitted going. I listen, but the second I leave the gym, I forget everything forget. you told me. That's and that links back to what we were saying with actually I'm just a part of their lifestyle yeah okay so what I have to tell them how to squat again getting paid to do it so it's not that bad is it no it's only it's only going to help them isn't it because yeah one thing I say to a few clients when if they're new to the gym is you squat every day your technique probably isn't great but when you sit on the toilet when you sit on the sofa you are doing a squat you're not controlling it and you're not having a bar on your neck but you're doing a squat in theory you're not 
sit on the sofa with a bar on your neck. Not normally. I don't normally carry weights around the Getting house. Getting an extra reps in. <laughs> but you squat, everyone squats every day. Yeah. Without realising that. But if you can then make that comparison, like you said, if someone forgets it easily, they might literally get home that evening and think, oh, go sit on the sofa. And suddenly that little thing of you saying that, because of their lifestyle, they might squat properly on the sofa. And then they remember it to come in or... It's different from that sense. But squat and deadlift, I like that. I like that, I like that. Um, who is your favourite Saints player at the moment and why? I kind of feel... Like, uh, God, who, who do you think it is? This, the obvious one is going to be Mr Ward-Prowse. Yeah. Or, or that right back. Is it the right... The, 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 the striker. There's a few. The Brazilian striker, the new one. The uh, Brazilian? Albanian. I'll be in, it's like no same, no same, same part of the world. <laughs> okay, wasn't too well. Um, so yeah, who do you think's there? I'll be honest with you. Obviously, James James Ward Prowse. He's been there for a long time, mm. but I got a lot of time for Oriel Romeo. Okay. Centre midfielder. Just he's been there for a few years. Mm. He's been number one midfielder, number two, number three. Like he's he's just stuck around. Yeah. And now he he does quite a good job. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame we're pretty shit at the moment, but. I don't know. He's not doing terrible. You know, he's just staying up. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we'll stay up. I think we'll be fine. But Is it top 10 possible? Yeah, I'd just like to finish above Leicester and Villa because we had three players. So two of our players joined Leicester and now don't play. Oh, the, the Vestergaard? Vestergaard yeah. and Bertrand. And then Bertrand. obviously Danny Ings left for Aston Villa and doesn't oh, play. Yeah. So all three of them were getting starting regular Premier League football. Mm-hmm. And then they all decided to move. Now, Vestergaard I would have kept. I liked him. Yeah. Bertrand needed to go. So mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Fair and Danny Ings could have been a legend at the club. Could have. Ooh. Could have. Um, we touched on it earlier. What is next for Joe? What, what have you got upcoming in the next few months? You said about kind of saying goodbye to clients. What, what? I've got a lot of things. Yeah. So we've got one, main, main one, one main thing. Any, any guesses about what uh, It could just be why you're saying goodbye to clients. But, you know. so, so, yeah, yes, I am. I'm not saying leaving work because I'm self-employed, so we're not ever leaving fully, right? No. So I've been at Fivo in Andover for about two and a half years and worked at a leisure centre in Andover for three years prior to that. I don't live in Andover, for anyone listening. It's about half an hour away from where I live, just for some context there. Uh, and I made the decision in January to leave. I was quite comfortable there. Yeah. I had quite a good client base there, quite a comfortable income, but it was too easy. Mm-hmm. It was very, I just, I didn't have to, sounds bad, but I didn't have to put a lot of effort in mm-hmm. to kind of just maintain where I was at. And I didn't like that. I got quite comfortable. Yeah. So I made the decision to leave. I will be leaving in seven days. Seven days a week? So when this well? You would have moved when this comes out then, near enough. No. No? Okay. Next. Oh, yeah. Jetty calendar. Oh, yeah. No, because no, I'll still be there. This is going to come out there. on the weekend. Yeah. So anyone listening to this, I'll either just lift or in my final week. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anything personal. Yeah. It got a bit personal towards the end, but the, the leave or the move wasn't anything personal. I just wanted to do something different. No leave's ever going to be great. When they're losing a coach as good as Joe, it's always going to be a bit of a funny one. Yeah, as I, said, I think it'll be... It's like Danny Ings leaving. You know, he said he could have been a legend. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may, may, maybe I could have been a legend yeah. there. But I'm still taking 
a good few clients with like a lot of them said they'll come to Basingstoke, yeah. which has been been an extremely gratifying experience to see the amount of people that actually actually care, course, yeah. and then the people that you're saying goodbye to. Some of them you've known for six months, but some of them I've had. So the guy we mentioned earlier, he was one of my first clients at Fibo, mm. so I've known him for probably two and a half years. Good while, yeah. So yeah, it's sad to see people go, uh, and it's sad for them, but ultimately. I, the worst case scenario, I'm just as successful in Basingstoke as I am in Andover. Yeah. The main difference being, I'm close to home. Yeah, and that's well, you'll say that the time you save from that is just going to be, it, you could literally just sleep for an extra 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. And that that'll add up. That cumulative, you know, that'll add up, and that might make you perform better over time. Or yeah. You well, I'm, I'm or... unsure about sleep at the moment. <laughs> I was reading through actually. Funny you said, I was reading through some of my goals for this year. And most of them I'm, I'm on track for. One of them was sleep, sort out my sleep habit, which I think I've done because I rarely sleep for four hours a night now. It's very, it's normally a lot longer. Okay. But there were periods of time where I was like going to bed at midnight and then getting up at half three, mm. which wasn't fun. Grim. Grim, so grim. I think I think it's beneficial. Yeah. Um, yeah, that I've obviously got the so I'll be moving. So if you're in the Basingstoke area, looking for some personal training. Can you can you name where? Yeah, I'll be at a gym called Complete Performance. Nice. Uh, in Basingstoke. It looks, from what I've seen, it looks very nice there. Um, just from photos and stuff. So. Well, after you've invited me for a session at your gym, <laughs> we can have a session at my gym. I'm sure that could be arranged. But yours is a health club, and I'm not sure my type of training <laughs> flies in a health club. There are some powerlifters. We do I'm some, not a powerlifter, man. We do, okay, we I'm, do a, I'm a long distance runner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've got a few of those as well. We'll try, we'll try some of my clients do Ironman. So apart from moving gyms, which is I've not really thought about it as bad as it sounds like it's just gonna happen. Yeah. It's just it's just like moving office space. I've never worked in an office, so the, the gym. The gym you're Oh, right. okay, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So I'll be doing that <laughs> and then on the third of April I'll be doing a half marathon. That's probably the most exciting things I've got. And then when you go to sleep you can wake up the next day and it's my birthday, so it'd be double whammy. Yeah, even better. Even better, there you go, you can think, oh, Done, mar- done the half marathon, completed it, go to sleep. It's another, oh, this is great for you. Can't wait. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to move out as well. That's probably another big thing. Yeah. Who knows where, but... Are you kind of fussed on where, or do you want to be far away from family, or... Ideally in Baden's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't really move to Andover and then commute again. As much as it's a little bit unfair on my girlfriend that she, she at the moment has a very comfortable drive to work, her moving away from that makes it harder... Even if it's just for a year, I would really like to not have to drive half an hour to go to work because I've really had enough of it. Yeah. Potentially hook. I think hook would be my ideal. That'd be like 20, 20 minutes, 15 minutes? For her, yeah. For me, it'd be like 10. Oh, well, yeah. Then so for, for you, work. Yeah. So for me, it'd be 10. For her, it'd be like 15. In the middle. I think that's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Well, if you're both just doing a smaller drive and you get more time because you'll yeah. see each other more. Well, I'm not it's excited about that, no. Oh, sorry, Robin. Um... <laughs> Oh, I'm joking, I'm joking. I am. <laughs> it would be nice. Um, and I don't know if it's the same for you, but mentally I feel ready to do it. Yeah. But we're basically there. We just have to start looking at places. How old are you? 24. Yeah, pretty much the same age as when I started looking. And so, yeah, it's kind of about the right sort of time. There is no wrong or right time when to move in, I guess, or move out, but especially kind of during the first lockdown love my family but 
<laughs> stuck it's in your time room. to go. <laughs> in your room playing Warzone most days and then go for walks and PCing online. Had just almost been kind of having that space made me want even more to have my own place and luckily I did. Um, and I couldn't think about living back with my parents. Love them, but... What kind of things do you do now you live at home? No, now you live by yourself that you couldn't do when you were, <laughs> <laughs> when you were living with your parents. Well, um... Robert, this is our own podcast, so you can say what you want. Yeah, I don't think there's kind of anything too obvious. Something silly is just... For reference, Matt looked at the sofa when he said that. <laughs> well, that gets some Lyra one. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, being able to just, like, if I make a mess, it is mine. Or yeah. if I cook something, I know I will do the washing up, and it's not a case of feeling bad because someone else feels they have to do it, or it's just a bit more kind of pressure, or something silly as... I did the, did the garden, the front garden yesterday in the sun. It's quite nice thinking in fact, I can do my garden, not not think when does someone else do it, it's yeah. mine to do. Um, plus, just on a nice day, it is nice to have a bit of peace and quiet. Not that my family allowed, but you do just appreciate just having your own space and your own time just to unwind a bit. So yeah, I'm sure you'll love it. No, I'm, I'm sure I will love it as well. I'll be around. Only around the corner. That's well, not, not too far now. <laughs> I think I'll actually move further away from <laughs> from where you are now. Yeah, you're but... more of a ball like you're days, but you know. It's alright. You can come to mine. We can record these at yours. It's fine. We'll get a whole set. We'll get we'll get a studio. Oh, lovely. lovely. For our big guest coming. Yeah, we got a big big guest in about coming. Eight, in about eight months. It's only eight months away, but you know you've got a plan to plan to succeed. Seven or eight months away. Okay, that's fine. But, you know, we can start building up. We've had Olympians on. We've had uh, sponsored athletes from companies like MyProtein and Gymshark. So we're getting there. We just enjoy it. And in the day, we just enjoy this. And it's quite nice to laugh and go from there. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with you, Matt. Um, in terms of questions, that was all I had. So thank you for coming on, Joe. It's been a Thanks, pleasure Matt. to yeah. learn more about Joe and coaching and obviously what's next for you I'm sure you'll smash it like you, you'll be fine anyone that is looking for some help in the area that potentially train you know could just train them themselves just grab Joe I'm sure he can teach you how to squat deadlift yeah I'm good anything. at that just those two just yeah. <laughs> nothing else if you want anything else you're screwed but yeah. squatting no you're fine I'm, no, I'm confident it'll be fine yeah. I'm not that worried no. it's just, I'm sure I will worry at just, some point it's just going to be where is this kept instead of that's all it's going to be you know where are the the weights are over there instead of here or well, I think why I'm not that worried is because I train there already so so I, I kind of know where everything is yeah obviously there's some things I don't know if it's the same where you are but there's machines that are next to each other that make quite a nice pairing mm. so for example we've got a bench press this is at Fever a bench press next to a seated row well I quite like that as a combo mm. right so we do yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten, 10 reps on the bench straight into 10 reps on the seated row so cool, so cool, yeah. yeah nice same movement pattern as well yeah well at complete performance the bench is nowhere near the seated row Run. <laughs> so all, all of a sudden, all these combos that I've just got in my head, that I go, we'll put these two together and that two together. It's just going to be a, it'll be a triple. It'll be a bench, cardio, row. I think it'll be like bench, run, squats, run pull-ups, over. row. But yeah, I guess, maybe some car phrases thrown in there as well, but we'll see. Car Span it. Is that span it? No. I'm just adamant that running is going to help my calves grow. I'm not sure it's working yet, but we'll see. Hmm. Be interesting. Um, but yeah, that is... That, that is all for today. Thank you for listening, guys. And again, if you need any help, give Joe a shout. You can give me a shout if you want, <laughs> but if you're in the area and give, around... Give one of us a shout. 
Um, we're always happy to help with any questions. Um, if you've got any ideas of guests you want coming on, you've got any friends or family you think they'd be good to have a little chat with, just ping us a message. Uh, we've had a few ideas already. Um, we've got more guests coming on soon. It's quite nice to just do me and Joe. I know we spoke briefly about us at the very start, but it's quite nice just to... We're like 20... This is episode 24, I think. Twenty three. Uh, it's twenty three or twenty four. Anyway, either way, the fact we made it's twenty. We're is, we're going. We're we're chuffed. We're very chuffed with that. I think. Yeah, and because we've committed to a, I'm going to call him a high profile guest. Well, we person, now have to continue. The person currently has. I won't say the exact number, but it's eight hundred k followers. On oh, it's a lot. Yeah, he's a he's a big name in the fitness industry. So. You know, it's not James Smith PT though. Before everyone gets that excited, that would be we very sh- nice. We should ask him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll come on, won't he? Yeah, of course. Do you reckon? Do you reckon many people ask him, or do you reckon everyone just goes now? Nah, let's not ask him because he's James Smith. Uh, Fuck it. I'm I'm messaging him. Yeah. I'm gonna get in his DMs and I'm gonna say, look, James. Please. Please. <laughs> please. 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 We, we come just on our podcast. Ten minutes of your time. That's all we want. I will ask. Never know. Down the line. So it's not James Smith, but because we've signed up to a high-profile guest in, stuck with us a bit in November, we'll, oh, yes, it's giving the date away. Oh. Um, we have to continue until then. So, as Matt said, thank you for listening. If you know anyone interesting, send them our way. Have a good day, Matt. Any words of wisdom for us before we close out? Uh, no, none today actually. Um, I'm sure okay. I've got a few jokes to tell Joe in a second. That's going to be now, but. Have a good day, keep smiling and enjoy.